Nah, I don't even want a motherfucking ounce, B. Give me motherfucking 40 dimes. That's how I want it. In a brown fucking bag. Yeah, Tato, papi, that's how we doing it. Big fucking style, man. And I want that chimney sauce dripping all over my fucking arm. That's how I do it, man. Wipe it with the fucking $100 bill. I'm out here wildin', man. This is Teletalk Season 18, Episode 10. My name is AB Dash. I am joined here by my illustrious co-host, Tokyo E. And I want to get this off my chest before we even 30 seconds into this podcast. Is that there's not a single Nas fan on this earth I'm afraid of. There's not a single Nas fan on this earth that like instills fear in my heart or like, like makes I'm, me second guess my life. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you like this, yo. All the homies from QB, spare this man. Nah, I'm just saying, <laughs> spare this man when he hits New York City. There's only there's Listen. only so much backing TSB could do for you in Jamaica. Listen, I didn't say nothing about Nas. I said his fans, you know. That's even worse, nigga. What you mean? It's <laughs> mad Nas so. fans I fuck out with there. Nas. He's a cool dude, you know. I fuck with his music and his haircut. Like, like, you, you, you basically started this podcast 30 seconds into being like, yo, I'm going to tell you that nigga something. It ain't a nigga in this room that can beat me up. <laughs> yo, I, I love people like that, honestly. <laughs> Niggas like that, you got to be a real ballsy nigga to go in a yeah. room that you don't know nobody in and be like, yo. I'll fuck up anybody in this room. Like, as bro, long as, like, they're not my friend. Like, if I'm that person's friend, I don't want to be with them in that of moment. Of course, because that's it's action time now. Because I'm like, oh, come on, bro. I just mm. wanted a slice of pizza. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't been around that energy since I was, like, 14. And even then, I knew, like, I don't like to be around niggas like you. Like, that's I think not. Once you get older, that like leaves your body. Hopefully, well, it's not. It's not even as you get older. It's some niggas that is coming home from jail right now that still have that mentality. Or it's just some grown ass niggas who wasn't gangsters in they tw- in their fifteens and twenties and want to be gangsters in their thirties who have True. that type of energy. Like, the I don't really about fuck jail with though. Me, is that like jail is different? Like, you remember in Dragon Ball Z when they went to like th- to go the train? hyperchamber thing? Yeah. yeah. It's like the opposite. Like you get worse, like or you get stuck. Some people, some people yeah. do for sure. But it is, a, it is a pause on on your mentality because you got no growth. If, at least if you don't go searching for it, so you can go do a twenty year bid and you win yeah. it when you're fifteen, but you still act like you're fifteen. You're just older now. The only movie they have at the prison library is Fox and the Hound. <laughs> Let me tell you like this: if you got bread, you can get you can get director's cuts of movies in that motherfucker. For real, right to your iPhone too. <laughs> yeah, you know, some motherfuckers in jail got five G before me. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. They, they in the feds, but hundred percent like that. That is a, that is a thing. Now, I feel like the energy that was started with this podcast has to do for a lot of. Uh, inspirational music we've been listening to for this last week that's one way to describe this inspirational ab ab dash has probably listened to the album maybe two or three times nah i got maybe four five six listens of it i'm gonna tell you like this that shit has been in rotation since thursday 12 30 at night well really friday 12 30 a.m that's been a heavy rotation and i'm just putting in Songs as we go. For those who don't know what we're talking about, Pusha T, it's almost dry. Candidate for album of the year for sure. It's April. It's a candidate for album of the year. I don't see. I don't. I don't see people. Only nigga who I see putting out a better album than Pusha is Kendrick. 
And then maybe if, if it's a hard R&B album coming out. But as far as coming out, who's going who's gonna to put out a better piece of work than this? Oh um, man, the Dave Matthews band are slotted to drop this year. Yeah, and they and they playing in uh, play, something, something in the water. In the water. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that random random ass uh, line of action. Dave Matthews. I actually forgot about uh, actually forgot about something in the water. D- Dave Matthews band is actually like uh, as I'm I'm not really familiar with with that band, but it's a very like. They're popping n- out here. Yeah, niggas who like them love them, and then niggas who like that genre of music. Be like, oh, you listen to that? Like, it's like one of those things. Oh, you listen to that? Like, yeah, you won't be in there with the shit we into. They're just the they're just the ones that popped. Out of That's that, a, it's, a, it's a pop brand. It's they a got pop the look. Brand. Yeah, and some niggas love that shit. And some niggas be like, nah, nah, nah. You listen to and it's like niggas who be like, nah, I I, I, just, I listen to Neptune's Pharrell and like not Girl Pharrell, like that type of shit. And I'm just like, bro, like it's the same nigga. Like he just an adult now. Country country people take country music really seriously. Facts. Like, Dave Matthews Band country? Yeah, they're country band. Oh, I thought that was like more rock. Nah, they're straight country, bro. Like, I, I least I think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't listen. I don't listen to. Uh, I don't listen to country music at all. Like that's a job. When I found out that be. like no one in that band is named Dave or Matthews, I got so angry. <laughs> it's a rock band. They're rock band. Who said that? You it's googled it. Google, yeah, you. Google. Genres, oh, rock band, jazz fusion, folk rock, soft rock, funk rock, indie rock, alternative rock. That sounds like a lot of bullshit to me, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I guess, I'm just telling you what Google told me, dog. You shouldn't be allowed to be that many things, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that they're just like, putting like, you know, like, similar to this. Like, it's like that type of shit where like, it's really rock band, but this is like, it's, they have tones of this in their music. Man, I don't like that. I don't like it because no one can ever tell me what that means. Like, what is... If someone could tell me what folk rock meant, I'd give them $100. If the next person I asked said the same thing as them. I, I agree with you. Because I always... The, the shit with me always that bothers me is the same thing where they, like, categorize and shit. Because they don't know, like, where to put the music in. We're like... With Neo Soul? Like, nigga, just say it's R&B music. Nah, bro. It's Neo Soul. It's different. It's R&B Absolutely. music, dog. Soul music is R&B music. Absolutely, but it's a branch. It's different. So how you mad at folk rock then? Nah, because look. Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing about folk rock and the difference between like folk rock and neo soul is that like, I guess I personally can't pinpoint where folk rock comes from yeah. and like what makes it that. But if you give me some neo soul, I'll be like, all right, this is this is clearly this. Like I know artists that label as neo soul, but I just label them as as R and B artists. Listen, sometimes like there there isn't enough R, or there isn't enough B, so it's got to be just R N or just N B. I get it, um, but let's get back to the Coachella. Oh, <laughs> what did you call it? Coachella. Coachella? Yeah. Oh, shit. I heard they had some shit uptown, because um, I was listening to the Big Body Best episode uh, on the Marlon Roy podcast, and they and they was like, yo, you didn't want to come yesterday to fucking do the interview, because he was at Coachella, and he was like, me, Push wanted me to go, so y'all wanted for me. So I guess he had, like, his listening, interview, his listening party, I guess it was called Coachella. Like, that's, I mean, that's a hard, so, like, I fuck that's with that. That's pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. On brand. He, he, uh, Body said there was a lot of niggas in cargos there who are not nice. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, that's a venue I don't want to be at. 
That's a probably a very kind way to describe what was happening there. It's a lot Excuse of cargo stores out there. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of cargoes out there. All right, it's almost dry. Um, I only had a problem with one record on here. And one? I'm, yeah. You're bugging. I only had a problem with one record on here. There was one record on here that I was like, you, you guys could have completely wiped this off. But I guess we'll get to the records that you didn't fuck with. Um, let's start off with number one. What Brambleton hard. Brambleton is hard. Brambleton is hard. I fuck with that. I think that was a great intro to to what this album was gonna be. Uh, the hook was cool. The beat the beat was fire. A lot of this album is the hooks was okay. I thought that it, the hooks could have been better, but the talk is that talk. Like that's what I wanted to hear for a while. Like I've been waiting to hear this type of talk. It's it's a difference between like the landscape of this album to me is. Yeah, we the all landscape of the album. The landscape of the album, because I'm a, I'm gonna put it to you very 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 nice and sweet when you summarize this shit. The landscape of this album to me is, yeah, we all got money, but you niggas don't got taste. It's the difference between you niggas rocking Hublots and niggas rocking Patek World Timers, like yeah. And you know he referenced that a lot. He says he grew up in the era of Enzo Drifters. He makes the Lon Von Lanvin uh, reference. One of my favorite boss. But that's the thing. That's like funny. He does it so well though. Like it's it's so like like I felt like this album was well calculated just in like the tones of the album as well. Like I felt like some some records he was like extremely aggressive, and then some records like Call My Bluff was just like I got power. Come fuck with me if you want. Like type shit like that. But like this album. I'll tell you what, this album didn't lack in production at all. We'll get to record two, Let the Smoker Shine. Let the Smoker Shine the Coop is so fucking hard. That it's beat like is very, insane. Yeah. I heard a lot of people say that they didn't really like this beat, or a lot of the beats on the album, like, they weren't really hitting. I don't know, man. This yeah, one is just great. We we don't, we. I'm not agreeing with, with the masses and that, because this... And that's not even because it's like push it. It's just like these beats was hard. Like I don't think these these beats lacked at all. Let the smoker smokes. I thought it was um, I thought this was a uh, a Swiss record. I thought this was a Swiss beat, just because of how it sounds. But it's it's um it's who, P it's P yeah. And this don't even sound like a P beat. Like if you would have told me this was a yay beat, I would easily like been like, yeah, yeah, yeah this is. A um, yay beat. On my first listen, I thought it was a yay beat because I thought they were gonna go like back and forth on it, but me too. Not, I I didn't expect that type of beat from Pharrell. That's your fault. It's a, it's a little fast and like yeah, it's it is a little, fast. like abrasive. Yeah, but that's what but, they're trying to do. Like, I felt like Bramilton was just like you know a cool intro and that smoke smoke was like you know like hey nigga we about to get to this shit now like. These drums is going crazy. Like, that that in the car goes crazy. Like, those drums sound magnificent in the car. Yeah. By the time these two songs came on, I was like, all right, this is already going to be a great album. Facts. And it continues on the next one. The fucking uh, Dreaming of the Past. Dreaming of the oh Past featuring Kanye. My favorite record on this album. Is your favorite? It's probably... It's my favorite record on this album. In my top three on this album, this, for sure. This and then track five which we'll get to um, are the two that i'm always stuck in between as uh, being my favorite record this one just the the when i heard the sample of the donny hathaway sample and i'm oh yeah this is this a go like this is crazy like the donny hathaway with the john lennon it's this, it's fire this is crazy like that beat is hard just just what he was saying on this record too was just like man that that bar like every time i listen to the bar i'm like damn push really be talking that shit because he was like clip him 
clip him, baby, if he, if he flinch at the price of Bottega. And I'm like, this yeah. nigga's different. <laughs> this nigga's different. Just the shit that he was saying on this album was just like, it's one, it's one of those things where, like, from the outside looking in, you know, the same bullshit that everybody always say. Like, all he do is talk about coke and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, nigga, but you, you're not catching these references. You're not catching what he's doing here. Like, yeah, the, the, the premise of this album is coke, but, like, it's, it's spoken about in a different way, and there's a right. lot of coded language in the shit. You don't get over 20 years of coke talk if it's just the same coke talk. Yeah, because it's going to be boring. Nigga. Like, like, just how he started off this record. Bro, you niggas ain't flexing, you cramping. My weight keep niggas on the bikes like Amblin. I'm like, oh, this is nigga is different. Listen, like, I think Kanye did just enough on the sample to make it, like, different than the original song. Because sometimes, yeah. like, if you just play the sample and loop it, it can get, you know, it's, it can get, it's, like, it's still be good. But it's like, you know, what was the point of this? Yeah. Like, what were you trying to accomplish here? Like, he did just enough and, like, the way Push, like, floats on this shit and hits in, like, certain pockets where, like, where the piano is just, like, doing that. Dog. Or, or when so it's just, like, the, the Donny Hathaway shit is, like, eh, and he's he rapping at the end of that shit. I'm like, this is, like, it, it was, like, perfectly timed. And the funniest shit is that's when I, that's probably like where a lot of the most quotable records. I mean, a lot of the most quotable lyrics are on that song where he was like annoyed because this bitch keep calling Lon Von Lanvin. <laughs> like that shit. Nah, he got he got funny Bro, on this shit. Too. I was crying because now he had another bar in there that I was like, oh, a lot of people would get mad about this, but I find that bar so funny. And then he even doubled down on Twitter when somebody quoted the bar and he was like, this makes me smile. Cause it was what what was I think it was, was on here I think it was on here Hold on let me see if I can find the bar where he was like Oh yeah you and your bitch income combined and I was like Yo this nigga's crazy Cause at first when you listen to it it's just like I you like whatever but like if the way like he inflicts certain words like it breaks down to different like it's, if you just read it, it's gonna be income combined but he was like you bitches just like you know like that shit is different pushes on a different level like here like. This is, like, some of the best rapping that I've heard from Push in a while, where I'm just, like, you wasted no time to, like, get to what you were trying to say. No, it's straight to the point, to the yeah. punch. Number and, four? Oh, what did you uh, say? We, nah, number four, Neck and Race, like, we heard it. Yeah, I like it better know. in the theme of the album. It yeah. fits a little bit better. It made way more sense than that. Like, I, the, Neck and Race is not a, a record that I would have chose as a single. To put me out, either. but you I know, would, if you got the whole feature, you put out the whole exactly. Feature. That's the thing. Like, if for me, my first record out of all of this shit that I would have put out, it's probably like call my bluff or let the smokers shine, the coops. Like, I feel like that's if you want to set the tone, that's the tone of the fucking album. But I can understand why he didn't do it because it makes more sense just on the album. But as a single, I think those would be better singles. Um, track five. J- just so you remember, so at this point, like, he's already four for four. He five for five with I, this one. He's five for five with this one. On just so you remember, <laughs> it's like the most nastiest, evilest push of all time. It is like, you know, P was saying, P put out a really weird interview where he said to push say like, "Yo, you're Arthur Fleck," and Arthur Fleck <laughs> is the the Joker. Yeah. And, Apparently, Push has never seen the Joker, so he was like, you, you wildin', nah, no way. But apparently, he then watched the movie and was like, nah, that's me for real. Which is kind of weird, because like, if you yeah. see that movie and you go, yeah. nah, that's me that's for me? real. That's me? You're a psycho. I, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Like, it's not a good thing. But, but I get know, it. 
with the album with the whole yeah. laughing and shit. Yeah, apparently like P made not made him laugh, but like you know, told him to keep all the laughs in there and just keep it a part of the thing. That's why there's a bunch of fucking laughing on here. I mean that detail is great because he, he they they put that in after bars where it's just like. Like, yeah. he, he'll talk big shit, and then he, he'll laugh after. So he's like, he's laughing at how poor you are. Yeah, and there's even an Arthur Fleck bar in the album somewhere. I forget which song exactly, but... Uh, the, the name... They, they really stuck on that. They yeah, they, the they did. Joker. They, they, they did, did the Joker that. promo. Mm-hmm. That was cool, too. I fucked with it, though. Like, it, it, it is sort of what he is to rap music, not what he is in real life. He is the villain. Like, he is the, the niggas who niggas don't fuck with, because, like, Push is a nigga who's, like... You can't talk numbers to, cause you make the same money as as me. Like you do a billion streams, push to do like a million. But push drives the same car that you do, or similar price range of the same car you do, and got the same crib you do. And I'm I'm pursuing better watches, cause push has some of the, one of the better watch collections out of all rappers, anyways. At least like taste wise, like not money wise, because Hove has like one of one pieces from Richard Mille is crazy, but Hove be just getting shit fresh <laughs> out the factory. Nigga, he don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no. But this, I knew this just just so you remember, record was gonna be crazy just by the first bar, cause this is the only. This is the first bar I posted, cause it's just like man, like it's so simple, but just like it's so simple, but what it means is like about crazy. The chemist one. Yeah, he was like. Just so you remember who you're dealing with, the number don't change. I know who the chemist is. And I'm like, dog. Like, that is very, like, whatever. But, like, if you really understand, like, that's... that's you playing a different game when, when you're talking like this. Like, I don't know who want to fuck with this. But, yeah, no, no. He had, a, he had a bunch of crazy bars on here. I was just talking to somebody about this today where he was like, you track hawk niggas is never my equivalent. <laughs> like... <laughs> I know a lot of niggas it, in New York who got track like, Shitting on other people. It's yeah, hundred awesome. percent. One of the greatest things ever. Nah, that shit was fucking phenomenal. Like when when you dropping bars, like we made millions, we made uh, millionaires out of middlemen. The hole in the attic is not for the ceiling fans. Army Celine, the wardrobe is militant. Like, come on, what are we doing? Like, I didn't even know you could put those words together like that. That's what I really appreciate. <laughs> Word, like what? <laughs> like this is crazy. Like this, it was, it was like that. This record, like, the, the sampling of this record, like, if, if this doesn't make it to, like, a scene of a movie where they're either about to, like, they just have lost everything and they're going to kill everybody or go rob everybody. Like, if this would have made the ending of Snowfall, spoiler, uh, when Franklin was robbing everybody, if that would have made that cut for, for that for that scene to play We're that gonna music. We're going to talk about that later. I didn't yeah, we are. We are. We are. We are. Um... But we'll keep it going. Diet Coke, uh, record number six. We already um, heard this record. We heard it. It's cool. It's not like stand out, but it's not yeah. bad. Yeah, no. So we're halfway through the album, and yeah, everything has been great so yeah. far. But then, boom, here we go. Yeah, I'm with you on That's this. The first miss of the album. And it's like, I don't think Push missed on this. That's I what think, I was about to say, yeah. I think the beat sort of failed him, mm-hmm. and Cuddy failed him. And Yay failed him on this. Yeah, but this, it's enough to make this shit enjoy not enjoyable at all. Like I don't even want to listen to this shit. This was more of a miss, like you said, because like the song, but Pusha Pusha bars on here was crazy. Like it, yeah. it was it was the same. It was the same Pusha that we was getting. The same level of Pusha that we was getting. This might have been just like a move, because like 
it made sense just because it's a it's a cutty and, and yeah record the beat particularly for me I don't really like I didn't really like but it's because I I didn't like this the Beyonce sample on there like it it was just too repetitive like it was kind of like what you were saying about um Jimmy on the past like it wasn't as repetitive as this and then the this, beat was like felt, smooth this was like really yeah. repetitive this felt reminiscent of like something that would have been on like Good Fridays yeah like. 12 years ago mm-hmm. and I mean that like audio wise too it kind of like Cuddy's voice sounds really bad and I get like we're in an era of like not mixing shit on purpose but for like a purpose this one it, if you're gonna do that to Cuddy's voice do it to push or, or like do something to push his voice because when I hear that and then he comes in so clearly I'm like oh that's really bad yeah see I liked it when they did it when push on Dreaming on Dreamin in the Past, and then Kanye had kind of like the Frank Ocean robotic, like, yeah. sound thing at the end, because it was ending off with that record. Like, you can't... And he kept it short, like, yeah. the beat was dwindling down. Mm-hmm. He said some shit about he wanted to buy the kitchen from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but he didn't like the design. That's hard. Yeah, he's like, I wanted to buy the Fresh Prince house, but the, the kitchen, he didn't like the design of the kitchen or some shit. Like, yeah, that's a good and, bar. And then he shit on his wife again. Yeah, when okay. daddy's not around, the home is, is, is in the, danger. The home is in danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, ever, don't ever tell me my home is in danger. <laughs> um, continuing is record number eight. This is probably like the most polarizing record of this album. This song album. is so good. This song is so good. People, like, bro, I have people that, like, I've seen, like, a couple reviewers on YouTube say that this this record was, like, one of the worst records on this album, and I'm like, I don't know what you're fucking listening to. I, I wish Malice was on this one. Yeah, like, Call My Bluff, this this is the record that I, that I most point to when I tell you that tone and infliction and what Push does with those two things makes a lot of sense when it comes to records like this. Especially if you watch the video of this. Like if if you get this re- this um this record, it's just basically him like I don't have to raise my voice. I don't have to talk shit on this record if I don't want to. I can just get shit handled if it, if it need to be handled. And that's what I like about this album a lot too cuz like this beat in the beginning is crazy and you think it's going to go crazy. You think he's going to be get on here with super super aggressive talk and he come on here with just like Buffalo shrimp for my himas, and I'm like, okay, I, can, I, I know what I we did. When I heard, it, I was like, yo, what is this? Are we gonna get another bad song back to back? And then that yeah. bass comes in, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, never mind. This is this yeah. is a fucking clips track. That's and what then, it, this and then this you reminds get, me of clips. Yeah, and then you get this 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 line, the second line. You get this during Ramadan. Coke deals upstairs at Ramadan. <laughs> like. Yo. You know what we do. There's better Marriott properties, yeah. bro. Yeah, no, no. You. Like, yeah, no, no. Like, it, what's funny? To, what's funny to me is like, maybe it's something. There's something that nobody didn't catch, but I, I caught because this is like a very. This has been pointed out a bunch of times, at least in my brain, where he was like, "We only in the sport to be LeBron's when you used to be when you used to platinum. The gold is bronze," and I'm like. This odd, like he 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 dropped Braun name there, when every other time he has dropped Braun name beforehand is not like the bar in front of it or the bar after it is not good. Like you feel me? Like uh, this is like his first pro LeBron that, bar. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, cause I think that they them two like have like a low key issue. Cause uh, Braun and Drake is cool. 
But I think that's some shit that they I'm be like. They'd uncool. They'd be yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because in, in the beginning, during the Clips era, if on popular demand, if you listen to it, he was you. He says the line on the head like, "You like that Brian Brown? We had that a long time ago." But naked up at the hammer like that, and I'm like, "All right, cool." Like I know LeBron didn't like that shit. <laughs> like, so like I, that, that's funny to me that like this time he didn't really take a jab or anything like that. Like I feel like you niggas low key beef. Like how you beef with an NBA player? Like that don't <laughs> an make NBA no sense. NBA player that just like works out and like does Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, like you feel me? You um, can't ever have beef with somebody that has Taco Tuesday. Like you know, they're just too wholesome. There's especially somebody who tried it. to who tried to um, patent Taco Tuesday too. Oh no, that was insane. That was nasty. <laughs> That was the point where I was like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't monetize everything. Maybe something is like should just exist. Yeah, some things definitely should exist, especially shit that you didn't make up. But like, yeah, you know how this shit like, goes. Leave it alone. Also, that pic of LeBron was like in the pool. <laughs> that is like my favorite picture on the planet. Every time I see somebody post that shit, I'm like, man, this is so cringe, dog. Like, no, it is so good. Holy shit, that is the best picture on the internet right now, dude. No, um. Yo, smiling it, smiling through it all. Can't believe this is my life. <laughs> and you know what's funny to that? I think that's like when like, I think that's after like he got bounced in the playoffs. So like oh, some like it was it was like one of those times. I think he was playing for the Cavs at that time. And I think they got like they got beat in the finals. And then he posted that shit. I'm like, damn man, Bron. Like I'm like, I've been a Bron fan for forever. And like this shit is kind of corny. Like, yo, he's smiling through it all, bro. We can't believe this is his life. I feel like that often. You know I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna continue this with record nine. Scrape it off. The, scrape it off. I, I can do without this either. It's not as bad there, as rock and roll, but I don't want to hear it. Let me tell you something, bro. This is worse than rock and roll. This this record is trash. I don't like Lil Uzi Vert on it. Yeah. I think this. I think that this Don Toliver verse or like his um this hook, his hook. It was generated by a computer. <laughs> Like, there's no way that he did it. I think that someone took all the Don Tolliver, like, verses and hooks. And they just made one? Yeah, put it in a computer and was like, all right, let's see what it comes up with. No, this record is not, this this was not it, like, at all. Um, 10, hear me clearly, we've already heard this record. This record does what it does. It was supposed to have a Nas feature on it, but, you know, he was busy eating fucking Wagyu steak. No, no, he sent them Wagyu steak. I mean, he, he was there, too, though, yeah, so he was he, eating, You never too. know what that nigga was eating. That nigga could have been eating the veggie platter or something at, at the spot, you know? Nah, not with that haircut. My man was <laughs> going crazy on the Wagyu. Yo, nah, um, but this record, this record, you know, we've already heard this. I wish that Nas um, verse would have came out, because a Nas push verse, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, has never happened, so I would nah, definitely I would have been like really to, interested yeah. in hearing it, especially, like, on that type of beat, what he could have done on it. I feel like... That beat really suits Nas, you know. We would have gotten like, yeah. something really nice. But I also, that. what I also want to know is just like, we know what we get. We we know what type of whole verse we get when Hove is fucking with Push because Push is a top five DOA. You, are you gonna say that you you would think that put that Hove would go harder if he knew Nas was on the album? I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say yeah. I want I want to see what type of level of competitiveness those two will have if. They were on oh, the same Nas record. and Push. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see what, what verse would come out of that. Because, like, you can't give a subpar verse on the Push. Like, then, if you give a subpar verse on a Push record, it looks like he washed you. So, like, I don't I don't know what, what Nas we would get on that. But I'm, I'm assuming it would be, like, a very, very, very timeless verse. 
Um, he probably would have rapped about Bitcoin, and I would have skipped it. <laughs> Continuing this open air, track number 11. This is one where I felt like maybe the haters are right. This beat feels really empty. <laughs> like, not in a way where, like, like Call My Bluff, like, push... It, there's not a lot to the beat to Call My Bluff, right? It's mm-hmm. pretty simple. And then Push's verse is, like, amazing, and his cadences and his tones... And then open air is like also really simple. It's like fucking just three chords, like synths and shit. But I, it, I'm just not moved in the same way. I don't think it's a bad song. I just think like this is the first song on the album that I would just call like eh, whatever. Yeah. Too. Um, open air. At first, I had the same thinking as you, but to, for me, like open air almost seems like a continuation of just so you remember. Like the, the it almost like. The bars align with that with that record to me. Like mostly of it, like I didn't, I like the production for the first six was like nonstop. Like this shit is like if Phenomenal. if you if he would have kept that up with the production, it would have been like you. There's no talk about album of the year. Like this is album of the year. Um, but it did lack on the se- on the uh, second half um, production. Yeah. But it might just be like because a lot of those beats in the front were very like heavy with drums and like. That didn't really leave more, a lot of room to like for his voice to be inflicted, and I thought open air was that like, like, let the smoker smoke the coop. Like that's a beat. Like there's there's a beat behind there, and like dreaming of a past is still like you know a little open, but like it's it's still a beat beat. This this one like they they just definitely just like bare minimum like like, like yeah. let's do what we it gotta feels, do. It feels like bare bones. Like you could have done more with this one. I'm not super angry at it. I'm just not going to play it, truthfully. Yeah, no. And then... But it goes and starts the problem. And, like, the first half was so good. And then the second six tracks, like, I'm already at three songs where I'm kind of, yeah, like... Two like, are definitely, like, super skips. And one is, like, eh. Well, the thing about that shit is, like... Maybe you should have left some of that for the second half of the album. Because you just started off so strong. Like, it, it started off crazy. Like, you were six for six. Because if I heard Let the Smokers Shine the Coop, like, around track eight, I would have been like, oh, never mind, he's back. Exactly. He's in the back still. Yeah, you change, you change some, you manipulate the minds a little bit like that. But we'll end that off with track number 12, um, I Pray For You, a fucking phenomenal record. I don't like this one either. Oh, I like this record a lot. I like this record a lot. That Malice verse is crazy. I did like the Malice verse, I'm not going to lie. That Malice verse is fucking crazy. So we're definitely getting an Eclipse album because every time someone asks him the question, he just laughs. Well, well he laughs because he's being menacing and he knows that his brother don't want to do an album, but he just keeps telling him, like, yeah, just do this verse, do this verse, do this verse. So he I'm, did I'm, say, like, on the little brother shit, that like, I could just go yeah. and do whatever I want. Well, well, the thing the thing is, what I just see happening is throughout a time of, like, a year or two, he's just going to be like, yo, do this verse, do this verse, do this verse, and then eventually he'll have enough for an album <laughs> and then just put I mean, out the that's, album. <laughs> Mathematically, it has to be. Yeah, yeah, like that's, that's what I'm saying. But I think Push himself knows knows this because he made he made reference to this on when somebody tweeted him or whatever. I think we now see like even when Push is at the at the top of his game, dog. That malice verse, nigga. Nah, that, shit was was crazy. that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy for a nigga who don't be I, rapping like that. And you just come out and say this shit like that shit was crazy. He definitely be rapping in the shower. Yeah, he gotta be. Like he he definitely like, I mean, where would you get this bar from? When I when I was in the mix, open up your nose like I'm cutting in with Vicks. Like, dog, you just painted a crazy picture of somebody snorting coke. 
I wish Pharrell would have done this beat. Or they would have picked a, a Malice and Push song with a Pharrell beat, not a Kanye one. Yeah, I feel like there could have been more direction for a uh, for a. Also, for a, I, I do not like this Labyrinth motherfucker, like, at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's the thing that, that I think, the only the only thing that I think Push could have done a little bit better on here, because his, his, if we're just going off of his bars, like, this is, like, if we're going off of bars, this is album of the year. Like, but I think he should he should have been a little bit more meticulous with some of the the like and it's we're really nitpicking too, meticulous more of the features and some of the beats. That's all I'll say. Like Dude, that you, was like you swear Gunna didn't drop this year, <laughs> nigga. Um yeah, but I I, I wish he would have just been a little bit more meticulous with the like you you was two records away from being a classic album. Like not saying this isn't, but like an instant classic album. Like if you would have. You you had you I was think so too. you were six for six. If you would have just took out rock and roll, scrape it off, nigga, you would have been eleven for twelve. Shit, I'll give him that. Like those two songs just didn't exist on here. I would have been like, yo, this shit is crazy. Yeah, the best album. Yeah, it 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 just like lessened the product of what of what you build in when you have that type of shit on there. It's just like you get you gave me. It's like it's almost like when Nigo puts out a collection. You gave me all this shit, and then you'll just give me well, like two bad shirts and like a random ass like oversized flannel type shit. Like it's, you gave it's, me the mystery box. Yeah, like nah, like uh, like nah. But yeah, no. Going off of this shit, I put like shit. The whole the whole first six is is a win. Call my bluff. Hear me clearly. I like open air, and I like so like he missed on two of them for me. He was ten to twelve for me. For me, I'll give it. I'm not completely hating on open air, so I'll give it like eight and a half out of twelve. I mean, nigga, still, still rare air, still no, rare I still, air. I still think that this yeah. is fire. Yeah, no, this this album is phenomenal. Every time I listen to Jimmy of a Pass, I'm like, it's it gives me the same feeling every time. I'm just like, yeah, I might take I, the I know first. It's about to be some crazy shit. I might take the first seven songs over Daytona. If we're being honest, that's how I'm feeling. I haven't I haven't had the time to go back to Daytona to go listen to Daytona, but that Ross record on Daytona was crazy. So like, I'll have to go back and listen to it. The beats on here might be a little better though, if I remember correctly. I think these I do. Are I do like the beats on here more. Yeah. But like but I'm I saying, like, some, what were you saying? There's a on the Nas Kanye album. Mm-hmm. There's a song called Adam and Eve that really reminds me of um the fucking uh. Donny Hathaway push Sample? song. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to I know be they're on different here? songs. No, I, yeah, I wish it was on here. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I feel like there's a lot of beats that Kanye plays or gives to other people. I'm like, oh, I, I think you wrote the, I think you made this this beat with the intentions of giving it a push, and maybe Push just didn't like it. It just wasn't meant to happen. Yeah, no. Honestly, like if you gave it to me, I would have done it justice. <laughs> yeah, but no, this this. This is what I've been waiting to listen to for a while. Like that, like the next album that we've all been waiting for is the Kendrick album. But I feel like in music there hasn't been a lot of like highs. It's just been a lot of like even keel. Like oh, this is good. This is okay. This is okay. Yeah, like we're getting take- uh, Bronson tomorrow, and apparently there was a Lucky Day album this year. Yeah, like I don't really I remember like. It. A lot of the shit that I'm getting used to is just like, okay, I'm just going to take the three songs that I like off this album and then just put it in my playlist. And then I'll just misremember of that album being fire because those three songs are really good. 
He was like, yo, I really fuck with these three songs. I bet the rest of this shit, if I remember right, it's just like that. Huh? And then you go listen to that shit, and I'm like, that shit was terrible. But well, when you go look at music that came out like two years ago, like uh, like when Daytona dropped, it was like two, three years ago, right? Daytona? Yeah. That shit was, was like, like 2019. Yeah, 2019, a lot of good music dropped, dog. Like a lot Wait, of good music it? dropped. I think it was 2019. Yo, if I'm right, I deserve a prize. Like I'll just pick it. Twenty eighteen. Holy shit, that was. So oh no, long no ago. never, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Cause like, uh, whenever the Sir album came out that year, there's a lot of good music that came out. Cause I've I've just gone back to listen to that Sir album, and I'm like, this album is fucking phenomenal. I need this. I mean, that was a good. Music. That was a good summer. We got all that. The Sir, the Internet. Mm-hmm. We got a Caliucci album that year. The ASAP Rocky album. Yeah, that was a, that was a good year for for music. I feel like this year, like it. The, the good music is gonna come from the big artists. Chill, like we didn't just get a Forty Two Doug and ESTG collab album. Okay, can you refresh me on some albums that have come out this year, like that we actually so, gave a fuck about? Tyler was this year. Tyler was last year. Not this year, because it won a Grammy. It was last yeah, year. Yeah. Okay. Tyler was not this year. So that has been, April. How it is Tyler April. This it is year? April. It is April. It is April. But like, I'm I telling mean, you, we got the Gunna. We got a couple little Derek albums. We got a couple. You know what it is? Is that like, you gotta start listening to more new people, bro. All these old fu- motherfuckers we listen to drop albums every four years now. It's true. But even then, like even like the young R and B artists that I like, I feel like they ain't dropping music either. Give you, I haven't dropped shit in a while. Give you on, is having like. A competition with Justine Sky to see who can drop the most mid. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I feel like there's a lot of people that need to drop some good, some good records. Like, I, I need some good R and B in my life. I got the Coke Grabs wrapped up for the summer. Kendrick is gonna give me the fucking Malcolm X bars, and like I'm already like emotionally attached to Sampha music, so I need the Sampha album already. I think we've been waiting for the Sampha album for a while, bro. But yeah, like I said, like Lucky Day dropped an album this year. I, doesn't her drop an album every fucking year? Yeah, but her makes consistently great music. Like, yeah, her her makes so much good music that you forget that the, some some of the music that she puts out. She puts out music like on a Ghostface level. Like she puts out so much fucking <laughs> That's music. An amazing comparison. Yeah, because like you don't you'll miss out on a lot of shit, and then somebody will play a record for you. I'm like, who is that? And they'll be like, it's her. And I'm on the fuck she dropped this in like last week, and I'm like, bro, like. I miss out on so much music. Like, think about it. Like, I'm just getting around to listen to the Vince Staples album, and that shit dropped April eighth. Yeah, and that, that album is pretty good. It from what I've from what I've heard of it, it's it has really good production. It's really good. I just haven't listened to the whole thing yet. But it's like there's so much music dropping at like a high clip. Like I, even niggas who I really fuck with, I can't like remember to listen to their music. Like I fuck with Vince. That shit was. 18 days ago, dog, that album dropped. More, bro. That was three weeks ago. Yeah, like, dog, like, that shit. Tomorrow. That shit, that shit is crazy. Like, it, that's just the delay we're running on. Man. If you want to appreciate music, you got to let it, like, exist a little bit and then get to it. Yeah, meanwhile, push drop, and I'm like, yeah, nigga, it, it, it ain't nothing more important right I know, now. I'm hitting play. I'm hitting play because I'm, I'm hitting play because I'm going to just buy some random Asseline archives and a bunch of shit just to throw on and go fucking pump gas in my car, nigga. Like, that's what we on. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, shit. that's what type of time we on, dog. Like, that's a pad text for the summer. Like, that's what we on. Like, imagine pumping your own, your own gas. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't live in Jersey, so what you want me to do? <laughs> I can't um, believe they, like, hold that over our heads. So it's, like, something, like, amazing. It's, like, all right. 
Yeah, like, Ooh. the funny thing about shit is like that, where, like, judging niggas, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, pump your own gas. I'm like, nigga, what's the problem with getting out of your fucking car? Like, really granted, fucking lazy bitch. it's sometimes where I wish niggas was there to pump my gas, bro. Like, well, like, I'll give you 10 to pump my gas, because sometimes I just be wanting to get leave and be out, like, I'm cool. But making it a law that you can't pump your own gas, like, what type of shit was y'all on in Jersey, bro? I don't know. I, I just, in my mind, I just had to imagine, like, Jersey dudes were being insane with, like, the gas pump. Like, someone had to ruin it for everybody because nobody makes a rule for, just for no reason. No lie. A lot, I think a lot of that Jersey, like, having to pump their own gas shit comes from, like, uh, like shit that Mafia niggas was doing with, like, gas and shit over there. Like, you know, manipulating <laughs> shit out there. Yeah, it would be it, amazing. It, no, no, deadass. I, I think it comes from, like... Basically, like, I think, like, the mobsters had, like, a whole little, the whole little money play on that shit. Like, you can read up on them. Like, they had a whole little gas money play where, like, they was, like, basically um, getting the gas for cheaper from, like, wholesale or some shit like that. So, they was giving niggas gas for cheaper prices and then, for, like, you know, doing Not a bunch of crazy shit. Like, it's, it's a the bunch mafia of The mafia is responsible for a lot of bullshit, like... That I'll never personally acknowledge on a public forum because I, I value my life. But, uh, you know, uh, let's just say a little country called Cuba would be very different. <laughs> hey, niggas, get money. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> For real. Hold on. I got more New Jersey hate. Wait, actually, never mind. Your New I'm Jersey good. cousin gonna snuff you, nigga. You better chill. <laughs> um, damn, should we get to it? Yeah, continuing this on more greatness, man. That last Atlanta. This spoiler best episode of the season so far in my that's, opinion. That's one of the better. That's one of like the standout episodes where I'm gonna point that I, as yeah, a point of reference. I will reference this episode because like it was so good. It's like the barbershop episode because it's so relatable. But this episode was so relatable on a, a whole different like level because like this is shit that we've been talking about for a while. Like they were they were clearly directly going at Gucci on this on that. Gucci, fucking Burberry, Balenciaga, everything, bro. But they were they were strictly going at Gucci. Like if you look at the creative director, he got long hair, just like uh, Alessandro. Like just the, oh, the shit sure. that was in, like like that. That shit was so good. Like like where he was like. Well, br- break down like uh, the purpose of the episode first for people listening. All right, the purpose of the episode is that like the they they got caught up on some shit where. They did some racist shit like a lot of these Italian-based luxury companies do. Then they go look for faces of people to do uh, apologies, apologies for them. A.K.A. I won't say that this person did an apology for them, but they like to use you as a muse to say, like, hey, we have black people here. Dapper Dan yeah. and Gucci. That's why I took it like that. Um, and how, how the community should take advantage of these situations the best explanation it was like paperboy gets almost hired to be an apology phase for Mm -hmm. this racist brand but he's a part of like a board with other (laughs) black people that are going to be apologizing on behalf of the brand almost not black person that's that part was hilarious are you even black and he goes (laughs) yeah he starts brushing his hair that shit was fucking hilarious (laughs) but basically um the more experienced black apologist <laughs> is like trying to give Paperboy a game about like what to do and what mm-hmm. to expect. He's like, "Yo, I is this?" He goes, "Is this your first racist apology?" <laughs> In fact, I, that, that was hilarious, bro. There was a lot of good writing there. Like even when Paperboy was like, "Look, man, what we got to do is give back to black communities and get and get build, build programs and all this shit," and then they dropped that yeah. commercial. 
Bro, that shit looked like that a palace commercial, commercial like crazy, dog. Like that shit looked like some ill Calvin Klein shit. But it goes yeah. to show you, it's like these niggas ain't hearing you. They just wanna, they just wanna clear you. up what they want. And they the other do. people, on, other people on the board were like trying to tell him. I was like, this isn't the really the way you do this. Like, yeah. yeah, it's cool you have that goal, but like, it's not gonna happen for this man. Like, like it's cute that you feel that way, but. Just but take what, the money, get it, put in your nonprofit, and do what you actually plan on doing. Yeah, you do it. You do it your own because these people aren't gonna do it their own way. But the best writing on there is when he walked in after when Paperboy walked in after the the commercial was aired, and he walked in. He was tight. And he was telling them like, "Yo, this is bullshit." Da, 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 da. And then the one the the experienced apologist came out, and he told him he was like, "You gotta ask yourself like, why would they teach you how to?" how to evolve yourself so that you don't buy stuff from them. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's that's probably, like, some of the most powerful writing that I've heard in a while because it was just so straightforward, but, like, sometimes you just need to hear shit, and that's that's what the point of that was to me. No, nah, and Atlanta is full of moments like that where they just say something really simple that's like, oh, I can't believe I never thought about that. Like, what yeah. flavor is a hot Cheeto? Or like, <laughs> I've never thought about that dead ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and just uh, shit like that. I was like, why would they give a fuck about you? And then yeah. the whole fucking Darius B-plot was awesome, too. That That's what it was. The A-plot and the B-plot was really good. When he took when he, he took her to a Nigerian restaurant, he was telling her basically, like, what it means to him for, for him to be, like, a Nigerian person. And, you know, he's just doing shit, like, showing her around, like, to see good food and all this shit. It's almost like... Maybe I might be reading into it a little too much, but it's almost like the explanation of, like, how we allow people to be in our culture no, so easily. Yeah. But not, not even that. Like, that. I, but I take it as a reference to almost, like, going back to, like, how the Native Americans were so polite to the people who came in and invaded and killed all the shit and, that they yeah, did. Yeah, advantage of them. And then, like, like it, it goes really deep, but Atlanta be, be making me feel sometimes where I'm like, all right, nigga, we wrote it, but you getting a little too deep with it. Like, but I'm just like, that's that's exactly what it feels like because he took it to the Nigerian restaurant. He taught her what, um, I think it was like Jumfi, right? It was, it was what they had? Jolof rice. Jolof, Jolof rice. Yeah, it's Jolof rice. Because yeah. I've and actually had fucking that peaches in it, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. It, it was definitely, I don't think that you're going too deep. I think that's definitely what they wanted to show us is that, like, sometimes, like, us as black people, like, we just accept too willingly and show too exactly. much yeah. to people that have, like, taken advantage and, like... Or not, you don't have any good intentions. Or, like, years, or like, like you, don't, you don't even notice that your intentions are bad until, like... Yeah. Well, I, I don't even think is 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 like, just look at it from a, a standpoint of Tex-Mex. Like, we fuck with Chipotle and all that shit, like... But what about Aguilita on the on the street? Y'all niggas don't be vibing with her too much, like. But y'all niggas go to Chipotle yo, for lunch every day. You seen the fucking video of uh, it, it appears to be like a sorority frat party, where like the white girls are singing like King Von lyrics and shit. Yes, that's just word annoying as fuck. Yeah, 
it's super annoying. And then you look at her page, and just off that video, she's got like a hundred thousand followers, and she's getting like sponsorship and promo deals. You know how that shit works. Shit like that. It's just kind like, of insane. I was yeah. like, yo, you couldn't put a video of like anybody else and like yeah. hype them up like that. Like, what's up? Like, with how how much videos of people that look like me, you singing King Von and niggas? Oh, that's normal. Because that's what you see like, every day. But when she's you see not a, singing a fucking yeah. Dave Matthews band song. Yeah. When you see when you see it when because it's because it's out of the ordinary. That's what it is. If you if you went up right now and got and got a fucking acoustic guitar and started playing a Dave Matthews band song right now and you and you did halfway decent, niggas will go crazy about it because it's not what you're used to seeing like visually. But like when you get fucking Katie from fucking Arizona State to be like, yo, like I'm gonna write this Keen Von record, this little baby record word for word, and all you niggas doing is applauding her for knowing black music. Like that shit makes no sense it's to insane. me. Yeah, it makes it no sense. It doesn't get a reward. It's just like little yodeling homeboy. He was yodeling at Walmart, nigga. Now this nigga got a record deal. Like this makes no sense. But yeah, no. This 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 episode was re- like I feel like this episode and then when put when the push uh, album came out, I'm like, damn, like. That's a fucking day right there, boy. That was like a day of excellence day. right there. That's a day of excellence. But um, we, we didn't explain the Joloff shit even more. When he go back to the same restaurant, he's like, yo, I'm, yeah, I'm about to go fuck this food up. And she it's got closed. a... She got a... Uh, what really blew me is, that, is this, is that she had a food truck of it. Because that's exactly what niggas do. And then just post up right in front of the place. Yep. And then say, and then say like... $15. Yeah. And put peaches pounds. in it. That was insane, cause you're from Georgia. So yeah, peaches like, in the yeah. rice, you're insane. Dog, like, but no, that's no. exactly how they do it, bro. Yeah. They start a fucking, and it's always a bowl. It's always a bowl. Nice it's always bowl. a bowl. I love that. I love that they went into that that type of detail. Was like it's always a bowl. Like th- there's specific places where, where we've been, and they cool. But like I won't. I'll, I'll take people more there who aren't from our city, cause it's like oh, this is like where it be popping. And shit like that, but you getting some gentrified tostones and carne for eighteen dollars. For real. When you can go hit the this, food truck up over here and get that shit for eleven dollars, and it's actually quality shit. That B plot is like a perfect example of like be careful who you share parts of yourself with Facts. because not everyone is just there to appreciate. If she would have just ate the Joloff rice, been like, yo, this is really good. I would love mm-hmm. to come here again and shut the fuck up. It would have been, there wouldn't have been a B-plot. Yeah. But the thing is like, like, why is she hanging out with her? It's so crazy how it's intertwined. Like, it's highs and lows levels of this shit. Like, in, in general, like, you go from being the, the Gucci-esque uh, brand that, that, that they're showing. And then, like, you go down and it's just like, it's happening on all, all levels. Food. Yeah, it's happened on all levels and like niggas don't even notice when it's just like it's bold this, bold that. Bro. Niggas selling you seafood. I mean uh soul food bowls. Like that don't make that make no sense. Ain't nothing soulful about a bowl, nigga. Like we already had the bowls and plates conversation here. Like <laughs> the bowls and plates. <laughs> we already it's insane. We already had it. But yeah, no, that that I don't know how they follow up that fucking episode. I'm I'm guessing it's gonna be with an episode where there nobody's gonna be in, so people yeah, just forget about it. Because that episode was like one of my favorite Atlanta episodes. But it might just be for us that it like it it just strung a chord. Then that's I why we like that so much. It again because the scene where Paperboy really is recording though. himself is also fucking hilarious. <laughs> When he set the camera down, it just started yeah. going. When he was like, he was like, yo, like, uh, send, the invest in your hood campaign. Yeah, yeah. Send, send, send a, um, what did they say? Send a, a video of you giving, um, basically like investing in your hood. Yeah. 
but he he uses a, a, a certain he uses a certain word um that that like always be getting me tight when it's just like a soft pitch so give me a soft pitch of what of what the campaign is that you want to do. So that's why he did it over my fucking phone. Because they needed a soft pitch. Like, I just didn't tell you what I need. And you can't tell that nigga what, what it is. Like, soft pitch it to me. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here, bro. No, nah, it was a great episode. Not a great shit. episode. 100% great They're episode. They're like, yo, we need tickets to Black Panther 2. That was fucking hilarious. Yo, the, the callback to the Black Panther 2 thing is fucking great. Because, like, he said, hey, I need I need shit to Black Panther 2. Everybody said, yeah, me too. Put me down for that. Put me down for that. Like what? Like that's crazy. It's too funny. Um, continuing this, we have difference of opinion on this. Another spoiler: Snowfall season finale episode. Let's I start with she, love. I th- I you... thought shit got popping here, bro. To be honest with you, I thought this was like this is all the wasted writing you guys did came back for here. I'm not saying this I mean, is the best, but there's a lot of action there, and it's actually not being boring. It did, but it's too little, too late. Like, fact, I get what where's you mean. this shit? You spent like the last six minutes of this episode doing shit Franklin should have done for like four episodes. Hundred percent. But it, I, I do kind of get the writing where it's like he's reached his fucking breaking point, which is I right, nigga. Like, if y'all niggas want to play this game, then I'm gonna play it with you. Like, seventy three mil would have done it, bro. Also, uh, rest in peace, Avi. I'm gonna tell you like this: seventy three million dollars. Franklin was being too polite. <laughs> Facts. Why'd you call him on the phone? <laughs> yeah, Franklin's being too polite, bro. Seventy-three million. You think I'm about to, I'm about to just like, threat Teddy over a fucking payphone? Like you out of your fucking mind, bro? I would have found Gustavo. I would have found all. But the thing I didn't understand is like, oh no no no, it, they did break it down. Cause I thought I just I when I thought back to the Gustavo thing, I thought Teddy was the person who lined up Gustavo because he thought he was nah, gonna leave or whatever. It was the like DA nigga coming back. One. Yeah, it's the DA nigga coming back, and he caught him with all the bread. And I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. Like, it be like that though. It be like the worst times when you when when you thinking yeah. like, oh, I'm about to get out for forever, and then it's just like, all right, now you got caught with twenty million, and like now you just lost all your bread, bro. Like, do you think that it was the DA bugging him or Teddy bugging him? There was a DA bugging him. I think yeah, I think I think I that agree. DEA is gonna try to come for Teddy and then Teddy's gonna smoke that nigga. As far as the plot with Franklin, I don't know where it goes from here because now you at war with everybody. You just kill all of Louis's uh warehouse dudes and yeah. stole all the money back and like I I don't understand where you're going with this one, buddy. Like Yeah. He was just powered by few solely by like, yo, I gotta get right. Like I had to get some money. He fucking went to Kane and was like that bitch did it. <laughs> but the, the, oh no no that, that was that, that was, was hilarious. Writing. That was great writing. That it was, was like great yo, I like that. it was it was her. Because he didn't even be like what up nigga whatever whatever he just he just leaned over here was like it was Louis and then he just dipped. Yeah. Also Louis should have fucking killed him, bro. Like immediately. Hundred percent. When he pulled like, the gun that, out on him, like that was, that was an error. Like you should have had that crooked cop like fucking snort a line of coke off his forehead. I'm gonna tell you right now. I guarantee you, next season Louis dies. I can see it, absolutely. And I guarantee you, Jerome, the nigga, do it. I don't think Jerome's gonna do it. I think, um... The cop? Probably the cop, or, um... Not Franklin. Franklin's not gonna be the one. No, he's not gonna be the one. The writing of the... Of the... I promise you, like, the next five episodes of the first season, Franklin's miraculously gonna be pussy again. (laughs) I would hate that shit. Because you can't be this tough and be robbing niggas and doing all this and all that. Taking Bro, money from all, everybody, you. like, nah. They're the, not going to start off on that foot. They're going to be like, oh, shit, he feels bad for what he's done. The writing of the KGB uh, person, the agent, was fucking phenomenal. I fucked with that. Like, that whole scene where, like, 
they both were in the same house, uh, same Avi's house and stuff like that. I feel like they play Avi to be too pussy, though. Like, in the beginning, Avi knew that the dude was going to kill him. And he was like, give me your word that you won't kill me. Like, bro, why would you take the word of this nigga? Like, I mean, just, he didn't have anything, really. Yeah. And Avi is, like, one of the person, like, even though everybody fucks with Avi, he's really in it for himself. Like, Always. So but if he had, like, even a chance of, like, escaping that, he would have done it. But, like, I feel like Avi there is a nigga with the most power. And they played him to go out like a bitch. Like, so none, none of Avi's Israeli homies is showing up to go smoke y'all niggas. Like, nobody's looking for Avi after that night. True. Like, his whole house sh- is burned down and nobody yeah. cares. Yeah, no, nobody's going to look for him. You talking about a nigga who's getting, like, missiles and rockets for niggas <laughs> in the hood. And you telling me that nobody's looking for this nigga? Like, nobody. Like, like Yo, f- even fucking Franklin pulled up and was like, oh, shit, guess he's not here. Yeah, like, dog, like... <laughs> This nigga, like, well, Franklin thought Teddy had something to do with it, so yeah. I, I can understand that aspect. But like, I even even just like the the their reasoning for killing them, like we didn't need them. Like what? Like, just I don't say, see how Teddy be putting the fear into these motherfuckers' hearts like yeah. that, bro. There's just no way. I mean, he see, nigga, like he 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 know he he got too much power, bro. He just took seventy three million dollars from me and made it look like it was a glimpse in the fucking system, like. Bro, he hasn't been CIA in, like this whole season. He is and he isn't. He's half in, half out. He just got the badge, and that's it. Basically, he got half of a badge, because them niggas is just waiting for him to fuck up so they can just smoke him, too, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. We're going to take his $73 million and like put Teddy in a fucking blender and a Portillo's chocolate cake shake. But but the crazy thing about that is that's exactly, like, it kind of feel like you fucking want, you fuck, it's like, in the in the writing, it's like, almost like they're, they're writing, like, you fucking the lesser, like... Teddy thinks that Franklin is lesser than him. And then the old dude from D.C. thinks that Teddy is less than he is. So he's just going to keep fucking you like you fucked Franklin. Like, And I don't think Louis going to be moving at work like how she's supposed to. Especially when you just started a war with everybody in fucking L.A. Louis not really... She ain't fit for that shit. I don't think... A singular person would ever just be fit for that. Like they should have just stuck together, truthfully. Just yeah. The whack. But but that's the thing that Franklin was saying was just like nigga, I don't think y'all niggas realize how much shit I put up with, and then y'all just be making money. Like I put up with a lot of shit. Child Franklin though, I can't wait for him to be pussy. I don't look. I will say this. He yeah, it's cool. Pussy. He went crazy, but like. This is the motherfucker that was crying when he had to shoot Rob. Like, he was shake, His boots were shaking. <laughs> this man was, like, sniveling when, like, any any form of, like, um, violence he had to do on his own. That's so his then he just homie. fucking head... He just headshots these motherfuckers. Yeah, because he got $73 million taken away this time, though. I guess $73 million makes you, uh, like, American sniper or some shit. Facts. It, it brought, it brought out the, cra- crazy. the crazier than this nigga. Um... Going off, going off. Uh, I do, uh, I do fuck with the two shorties that are always like popping shit off. Yeah, they be popping shit off, but they pop, like, like they said, they take the highest bidder. So if somebody put a fucking hit on Franklin for a million, they gonna kill that nigga. Yeah, but I respect it though. Like, get your money. Yeah, facts. Get your money because the bitches be killing niggas uh, at night yeah, and they're walking their kids to school. Kids in the school, morning, yeah. Like, no, that's a, crazy. With a pack lunch, it's awesome. Oh, continuing this, uh, shit, we want to film. Bad Bunny casted as Ed Muetro in 
in Sony Marvel upcoming movie. So he's he's gonna be in the next Spider Man, basically. The next Sony Spider Man. Yeah. So like it's not gonna be they don't they didn't even tell us who their Spider Man is gonna be yet. Oh, they Spider Man is not Tom Holland. Nah, that's Marvel. It's different. This is the Spider Man that's gonna fight Venom and shit. What the fuck? I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know there was a difference in it. Nah, there is a difference. It's not gonna be old uh, Zendaya's man. It's gonna be someone else. They haven't named him yet. Like I'm gonna tell you like this. I don't name a nigga who having a better year than Bad Bunny, bro. Bad Bunny is doing phenomenally, bro. Yeah, like, he ain't missing with nothing that he's doing, bro. This nigga went from being the top wrestler to being with the top artist like he always is. Sold out bro, he, mad he's shows. Gonna, he's going to be a fucking superhero, bro. Yeah, he, yeah, now he a superhero. This nigga getting a crazy... Bad Bunny might be the first Latin billion, like artist billionaire. Like, he's getting to the fucking bag, bro. Like, nah, crazy bag. For sure, bro. Cra- I mean, he getting that crazy bag right now. This nigga's... On like Drake level bags, yeah. Past that, he's un- he's unstoppable right now. Truly, Facts. niggas. And I think um, I don't know what his acting skills are like, but based off his WWE performance, he's, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, good. He's pretty solid. I, just 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 off of what I've heard about this like this character, he's a fucking wrestler. Yeah, and I guess uh, like, they said Bad Bunny chose the character. Yeah, yeah. Like so he, that, he had to pick. I never yeah. even heard of this motherfucker. Me either. But it, it, it's gonna be some shit for sure. Shout out to Bad Bunny. Um, continuing Yo, this, fucking uh, Marvel oh, you, just be making up superheroes. I mean, niggas all made up, bro. What you mean? <laughs> nah. Like, all right, you're right. But I'm saying like. <laughs> They be implanting in our brains. I was like, nah, this guy's been a hero forever. Yeah, like, haven't read El Muerto 1971? Like, no, I haven't. Nah, nah, nah. You have? (laughs) I don't even know anybody who reads comics, to be honest, bro. Like, I've never met one person who reads comics. Like, I've never met him in in my life. Like, and I I know know where you get a comic. Like, when they say comics, nerdy ass cousins. Are they still physical or are they online? Can I buy an online comic? I think they do have online. Actually, the, the, uh, I do know one person that reads comics and it's JT the guy. He reads like comics on a daily basis and he does read them online. He reads them laying down on his stomach on his bed kicking his feet up though. I would not be surprised by that. Um, Eat, eating like nachos on, in his bed. <laughs> continuing this, um, Teddy Santos, New Balance, Made in, Amer- Made in USA collection. Listen, Let me tell you bro. something about this collection, bro. Let Shoes is fire. Clothes is 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 it's an extension balance. of Amelon Dior, but it's New Balance. But you niggas cannot be charging one hundred and forty dollars for shorts. Sorry, like for that's sweatpants. Just a, that's just a sh- that's a short world we live in, bro. That's, that's what fucking going insane, for right now. bro. That's fuck- also New Balance. Your website is complete ass, bro. Like complete dog shit. Like ladies, clip them if you flinch at the price of. Balance. <laughs> Fuck that, nigga. I ain't never paying one hundred forty dollars for some shit that just has a little new balance on there. I get it. It's 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 a good it's a good pant. It looks like it got good cotton, but I got the same type of pant from a different brand for like seventy. And even then, I think that's too much for shorts. Because how you how you charging one forty for the shorts and then one eighty for the pants? <laughs> it's, it's a forty dollar difference bro. in material, Hell nigga. Yeah. Like it's double the fabric. If, if we're going off of the double the fabric, that shit should be two eighty, bro. Like that's crazy. They're doing you a favor, too. Yeah, they're doing me a favor, right? But not this collection is really dope. I haven't heard anybody who didn't like this collection. Um, it's it's just really a, just really simple. Like, yeah, honestly, like it's really I good just, colors. 
My Uniqlo sweats are shitting on these. Not gonna hold. Well, I, I don't really care about the sweats. It's more about the shoes that I actually fuck with from from this collection. The shoes like, are I, amazing. The, the shoes are the shoes. the shoes are great. But like, I don't know how they're gonna drop them all. Like, cause like today the, we only got the first run of like you know the cream color ones. But in the in the actual pictures that that was taken in the studio, you know, like the Amy on Dior way, they have like I think it's like like twenty different variations of pairs that are coming out, like nine nine ones, nine nine twos. Yeah, I think they're coming out all this year, so it's yeah. gonna be really hard to like manage or take care of. <sighs> I don't know, but I'll tell you a fucking fire shoot is coming out. Joe Fresh Goods, New Balance, this is amazing ninety sixty inside voices collab. This shit is crazy. I only have one complaint. And I, I I have the same complaint as you. One complaint. I don't think you have the same complaint as me. What is it? They kind of look like, you know, like in a textbook when they show you what muscle looks like with flesh, and it's like red. And like oh, okay, yeah, like that. yeah. I do, it kind of looks like mean. that. Like your skin got peeled in mm -hmm. a cartoon. Yeah, like a skeletonized like version of it, but not just the bones, the blood, too. Yeah, like yeah, Like the yeah. flesh. But the colors are still fire. Not that the green... Crazy. That, crazy. that green is the crazy. perfect touch. Like, uh, like, New Balance got his foot on a lot of niggas' necks. Like, I was talking about this earlier. Like, I feel like we were doing watch comparisons with with, uh, with shoes, and I feel like New Balance is just like you won't get this 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 reference, but it's like a Vacheron. Vacheron is a, one of the staples of the new new of the. It's called the Holy Trinity of watches. That were the first three watch brands was Patek. Vacheron, and I forget what the last one is always, but like for the material and what it is, it's great. But it's a lot of people that's not spending two fifty on the New Balance. Is that what these are going to be marked as? They definitely be two fifty. Yeah, they'll be two. I agree. Because the Teddy you made know. in America, the made a, uh, in USA shit was uh, $200. And that's like going price for New Balances. Like, I'm used to paying that for New Balances. We just used to the 550s. It's going to be like 130 for Amy Dior. But if I had to put a price on I'm sure it's going to be 250 But if you niggas don't touch these at retail, they're going to be like $700, $900. Like, that's, like Joe Fresh Goods demands that. And these are really, really, really dope. And I kind of feel like... I like that they're really unique. Like, who makes a fucking uh, 9060? That's the point. I kind of feel like he did New Balance a favor in the beginning with the last year that they dropped with the 550s and the 2002Rs, where it was just a cream pair, and then New Balance let him put out this shoe, which is the 9060, because this seems like more shit that Joe Freshgood does. Like, this is colorways that he does and, like, the type of attention to detail that he does in the shoe as well. No punches, we back. Some people have been saying that the soles of these shoes look like pussy lips, and I'm inclined to agree. Uh, I also heard that this looks like uh, you you um, did a headshot on an alien, and that looked like the brain coming out. <laughs> I fuck with it, though. Like, I've been trying to look... I do, too. I've been trying to look at um, the the actual silhouette of the shoe so I can see what the shoe looks like. A lot, to be honest, a lot with this... this this silhouette of the shoe reminds me of it's kind of like uh, Oswego. Based on like the the outer of it, the outer yeah, just like the, just the outer of it, the the outer the of it, the it, it reminds me of life. Yeah, the the mesh of it uh, reminds me of it too. But I mean, that's a that's a hard ass sneaker. That's probably one going to be one of the sneakers of the year for me because that 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 colors on that shit was insane. Um, continuing this. Uh, Marnie Uniglo, they got a collab coming. I haven't heard anybody speak about this shit. And Marnie is actually a brand that I actually enjoy a lot. 
they actually have some, some really nice pants that come out. Um, some good button-ups for the summer there as well. They got a lot of good women clothes. But I think Marnie is Japanese, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, it definitely gives you a Japanese flavor of it. Also, they did get a new um, creative director for Unigo, too. Is some Japanese designer. I forgot what dude's name is. It starts with a K, but it's dope. So, if you want to get some Marnie, it dropped May 26th. You want to get some Marnie for a hundred dollars that's that's the goal right there because i haven't actually spoken about any unique shit in a while because they haven't really done anything like worthy of speaking but this collection actually is pretty dope though there's definitely some type of shit you fucking take on a picnic i mean it's definitely picnic wear for sure um well and let's bring picnics back in 2022 i haven't seen anyone in a while it's too hot out here for that it's too hot for picnics we'll end this off here with hold on no, no, no. What you just clicked on is what, what we're ending it off on. I need uh, to I need to talk about this or I'm gonna explode. No, Stevenson sent me this and he was like he was like, You down to try this? And I'm like, Man, that sounds crazy. But I mean I'll try it, but those two things aren't a mix. Um Tropicana introduces their first cereal made for OJ. I would try this for real. I would try I would want to try this. They I don't get what the, go out of my way to get this. I don't get what the appeal is. The series is designed to be drowned in OJ. It consists of sweet honey almond clusters. According to the Tropicana survey results acquired by da 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 whatever, whatever, half of adults who pound orange juice over their cereal did so because they thought it looked like it tastes good. I've, I think that that survey is a I, fucking lie, but I, I, don't think, I don't know anyone who's ever done that. Yeah, me either. Me either, and I, I just don't see how this is going to be good, but like I said, I'll try it, but this shit sounds terrible, bro. Yeah, like, plus, like, it's going to be so fucking sweet. Like, oh you got to put God. it a little bit. Yeah, hopefully. nah, like, it, it it makes more sense to Dominicans because we have Morisoniando, which is fucking orange juice and condensed milk and shit like that, but, like... So that's already OD sweet. Yeah, like, like, honey bunches of oats with orange juice. Exactly. Honestly, like... I'll split a box with y'all, but I would never try this. Split a box, own. nigga. I'm, I want to have like a, a the tiniest of bowls of this cereal because I don't think this is gonna be good at all. I don't think Tropicana is that good if we're being honest. It, I don't buy store bought juice, uh, orange juice. I'll make that shit. I hate store bought orange juice. It's always too acidic. This guy gets a juicer and like turns into God or something. I mean, what you what you want me to do? Buy normal juice, please, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. All right, this is Telethox, what happened to Black Marquis? Episode ten. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Uh, waxy. Smoking that Barbara Walters wax. Same fucking outfit 20 days in a row. I don't give a shit. You only came around because you thought I had some money for you. You got it fucked up. That's for the kids. And if there's anything left, I'll cop a crib. And if there's anything left after that, I'll cop the six. How you think I got the art displayed on dinner plates? First course was from the Finger Lakes. Last course, cinnamon ginger cake. She gave me head during the Laker game. I got a tatted, try to erase her name. No, I caught her cheating. Her pussy didn't feel the same. She was probably with one of the Broncos or LeBron. So I blew her car up. Soon as she tried to start it up, nah, I can't talk.